Why did millions of Americans and their children agree to be injected with an experimental RNA bioweapon? It's a question that leaves most of us shaking our heads, and just eight years ago, it probably wouldn't have even been possible. The latest news, history, and analysis from the perspective of the first Christians. Tune into the FBN Worldwide 24-7 radio stream. For the last 70 years, you and your family have been protected from the most powerful and well-financed force of propaganda and lies on the entire planet. It has a budget numbered in the billions, offices, agents, and operatives in virtually every country on Earth. And its enforcement arm is none other than the U.S. military. Its tools and resources have been used to reshape the politics and governments on every continent on Earth, creating narratives and facts on the ground, seen and unseen, that can usurp and replace the most ruthless dictator or the most loved, freely elected president, anywhere, anytime. It hides in plain sight under hundreds of acronyms and names, almost all of them using words like Freedom, democracy, liberty, love, unity, sharing, diversity. Words that are then twisted, mutated, reshaped, morphed, and inverted to achieve the policy goals of one country. Or more specifically, a group of people working inside many countries but operating under just one flag. And for over 70 years, you and your family were protected from them, from their trail of destruction, lies, assassinations, regime change, color revolutions, and brainwashing. All that was just something that happened over there. You see, you were protected by something called the Smith-Munt Act, and it was signed into law by President Truman in 1948. It prohibited the most sophisticated propaganda in the world from being used on the American people. You see, like roaches, politicians have a keen instinct for survival, and they knew that if this kind of power was used domestically by their political opponents, it would end their careers. Congressmen on both sides of the aisle recognized that danger, and they agreed it shouldn't be used within our own borders. It was simply too powerful and dangerous for internal consumption. It's used in advertising, radio, internet, newspaper, posters, books, television, music, billboards, and other media, and may provide either factual or non-factual information to its audiences. In fact, the best propaganda tells you the truth 99% of the time to earn your trust before slipping in that 1% poison pill. Neurolinguistic programming, social media influencers, celebrity endorsements, message repetition, subliminal advertising. The tools are too numerous to count. Of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish but on July 2nd of 2014, ironically over the 4th of July holiday, this railgun of lies was turned on us, turned on its own people. The protective shield of Smith Munt was gutted and scrapped, and the soft underbelly, the 
innocent conscience of the American people was exposed to the fangs of the U.S. Department of State and its serpent's nest of fifth columnists and dual citizenship alien subversives. That massive infrastructure and unlimited budget could now legally be used to shove down the collective throat of America whatever narrative they wanted. Gay rights, transsexuals, open borders, anti-Christian agendas, critical race theory, abortion. If you've been wondering how these issues seem to spring out of nowhere and instantly bond to what we thought our idea of America was, well, now you know. And if you think support for these Bolshevik planks sprang up out of some grassroots organic movement, I have several bridges to sell you. Long story short, the Frankfurt School and its Bolsheviks are now running the State Department. This monstrosity was coupled with the existing infrastructure of centralized news outlets, publishing, and the movie industry. Who are you really shopping for this holiday season? It's okay, you can admit it, if you've bought an item or two or ten for yourself. Well, it's okay, you can admit it if you have bought an item or two or maybe ten for yourself. It's okay, you can admit it. You've bought an item or two or ten for yourself. It's okay, you can admit it if you bought an item or two or ten for yourself. It's okay, you can admit it if you bought an item or two or ten for yourself. It's okay, you can admit it if you bought an item or two or ten for yourself. It's okay, you can admit it, Todd. If you bought an item or two or ten for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two or ten for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you brought an item or item or two or maybe ten for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought one or two or maybe three or four, maybe even ten items for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two or ten for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two or for yourself. It's okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two or ten for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two or maybe ten for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought maybe an item or two or ten for yourself, then okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two or three or ten for yourself, it's okay, you can admit it. If you bought an item or two or ten for yourself, it's okay, you can, can, you can admit it. If you brought an item or two or ten for you. And the fight was over before it even started. This is to say nothing of their long track record of rigging and manipulating overseas elections, but that's subject matter for a different show. And now it's being used to convince you to be injected with an experimental RNA bioweapon. The U.S. State Department and its worldwide COVAX program literally has an army of people devoted to making sure you're brainwashed into taking it. You know, it's actually a miracle that more Americans and more people around the world haven't been fooled into taking the shot, given the power of the military-grade propaganda that's behind it. Simply put, you and your children are being brainwashed, injected, and killed using your own tax money. Remember, the vast majority of Americans in the world are dead set against forced vaccinations. But the only time that what you want matters is when it aligns with a goal that they had in mind anyway. And right now that goal is plunging a needle into your arm whether you like it or not. But this is hardly a new phenomenon. Propaganda has been with us for thousands of years, used by some regimes and empires more effectively than others. 
The roots of state-sponsored propaganda can be traced back to the Roman Empire. From Dr. Madalena Strecki, senior lecturer in ancient history at University of Craiova, we learn that the empire transformed propaganda in state politics as well as an institution of psychological warfare, for Rome conquered not only territories but also the conscience of people. There were real public relations campaigns by the Roman entertainment industry, and by recruiting among the ranks of the armed forces the most effective elements of the provinces by the symbols of Roman power and by cultural works. Now, this approach is good for bringing people together, but sometimes that can be done more effectively when there's a common enemy. Now, today that enemy is portrayed as white Christian men, the personification of all evil and, of course, arch enemy of the wondrous joys of the vibrant Bolsheviks and their bioweapons masquerading as vaccines. But in the 4th century, the Roman Empire also created a common enemy and they were called the Marcionites. Emperor Constantine kicked things off by rewriting their Bible at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD, and then he instituted a scorched earth policy against them seven years later when he issued the Edict Against Heretics, and he ordered all of their churches seized and turned over to the Catholic Church. Now, this particularly egregious use of propaganda, or as we call it, agitprop, is stunning not only for the vile language contained within it, but also for its crass hypocrisy. Notice that as Constantine holds himself aloft as the beacon of light for all things true and Christian, he is in fact a pagan idol worshipper of Saul Invictus, the Roman sun god. Such an ardent worshipper, in fact, that he had coins minted with his bust on one side and his buddy Saul on the other. It was the very coin in circulation as Constantine scribbled his venomous edict. And just a hundred years earlier, the Romans had their own early version of a vaccine passport in use. It was called a Certificate of Sacrifice, or Libellus, and it was required to be shown on demand is proof that the individual wasn't a Christian and had in fact sacrificed to the Roman gods. You can learn more about the Marcionites and that first Bible hated by Constantine by going to the theveryfirstbible.org and by way of bringing today's full episode full circle, it's interesting to note that the Marcionite Church of today banned these RNA COVID injections about 10 months ago. I'll have a link in the show notes if you'd like more information on that. I'm Darren Kalama, and this is FBN First News. The latest news, history, and analysis from the perspective of the first Christians. Tune into the FBN Worldwide 24-7 radio stream.